friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends Don and Doug from BBS Radio outside of Houston, Texas. And I'm so glad you're here today. Um, we have a fantastic show coming up. In about 15 minutes, I'll be having on Emmanuel Eiter, who's a famous uh, Hollywood French uh, spiritual film director. Um, Emmanuel has produced some incredible spiritual films, and he's working on a film right now on water, which he hopes to release in the fall. He'll also be one of my keynote speakers at my upcoming Galactic Wisdom Conference. That'll be held by Zoom uh, next month in March, March 18th and 19th. And I'm, I'm having some fantastic um, speakers on it. I'll be going over everything later, but um, as part of my guest list, I'll be having uh, Professor Jerry Pollock, who's a famous water scientist from the University of Washington. Um, I have um, Jesse Howell coming to us uh, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, a fantastic radio show host. Really, uh, really love his work. Emmanuel will be part of the uh, guest lineup as well. Um, Professor Irvin Laszlo will be coming to us uh, live from Italy uh, during this show. And we've got some really incredible speakers. Uh, all the speakers are listed at www.galacticwisdomconference.com. And I hope you can all uh, participate. It's only $25 a day or $50 for the entire weekend. And um, uh, usually I have uh, my conferences in person. Um, in Olympia, Washington, but uh, there are still some restrictions here. So, um, but um, next year we'll have it in person. I know things will be better, and we, we should have a fantastic time. With today's show, we should have somewhere right around um, 1.1 to 1.2 billion people listening today, and then we have another uh, 650 million people, um, benevolent souls, listening off, listening off planet. So, on behalf of of all my listeners, I, I want to thank you so much for listening today. It just shows me that the world is changing and things are getting much better. And uh, people, in, in fact, are waking up. You know, they've, they've tried to uh, stop our ascension, but it's it's failing and we're, we're getting through this. Before we start, I always love to play a, a 528 hertz tuning fork. It's actually the frequency of love. And when you hit one of these love tuning forks, with one of these crystals from Mount Shasta, you spread love everywhere. So I'm going to go ahead and do that three times now. There's the first time. That's the frequency of love, my friends. I'm going to do it twice more. Second time. And then one more time. There we go. If you'd like one of these, um, they're $55 and they're available on my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com and uh, you can order it there. The, um, the world is changing and changing for the better. The old is going quickly out and being replaced by the new fantastic. We're building a fantastic new earth now full of love and light. And I am, I can't tell you how excited I'm, I'm and happy uh, I am about that. I started this radio show nearly 10 years ago with the purpose of raising consciousness and um, helping people uh, through the ascension. And that's what's been going on right now. We're, we, we are ascending. And um, as my, my good friend, Dr. Michelle Peel, who will be part of the conference as well, has told me, um, we've got a chance to go all the way to the eighth dimension uh, this year. So, I mean, it, the sky's the limit and we, we are going very, very quickly. In, with respect to that, I have uh, I wanted to talk a few minutes about my book uh, called Journey to the Other Side, um, uh, talking to angels and other benevolent beings. It's it's a how-to book on how to on how to talk to angels, and it's got dozens of colored pictures um, of angels of orbs, and even the front cover. This front cover here, this is an angel 
I photographed um, about five or six years ago when I was flying from Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo, Japan. And in the middle of the night, the angels woke me up at about um, 2.30 in the morning. And I was high over the Pacific, about 30,000, 35,000 feet. And they said, Ted, take a picture of the moon. So I did. And through that picture, you could see this angel floating around there. You can see the wings. And then there, there is two, two parts here. This is both love, part of the love that she was, uh, the angel was emanating. And they were protecting me on, on my journey to, uh, to Japan, which is a beautiful country. And actually, um, Japan is the first country on this planet as a whole, as a country, to shift into the higher dimensions. It's always been a special place. They, of course, they have uh, Shintoism in Japan, which is an ancient religion that teaches people that um, there's a, a spirit behind words, behind inanimate, inanimate objects. And I think that's worth, worth certainly an important concept. But Japan, um, all the beautiful people there, um, they, uh, they are shifting into the higher dimensions. It's a great country. And uh, hopefully one of these days I'll be able to get back. Things have been uh, curtailed because of all the restrictions, but I hope uh, I can get back there one of these days soon. I also wanted to tell people that um, my old book, um, Messages from the Masters, has been this book here, which is Messages from Albert Einstein, President Kennedy, Nostradamus, on Our Beautiful Bright Future, is available and it's been translated into German uh, by AMRA Publishers, A-M-R-A, -A, in Germany. I think they have their office near Munich. Um, and you can look them up on the web. It's just 22 euros, completely updated with the new messages from uh, uh, John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, and the Galactic Alliance. And I know you'll enjoy it if you're living in Germany, Austria, or Switzerland. If you like a copy of the book, you can write me at um, outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, and find out more information about about the book there. My original book, Messages from the Masters, is being translated, has been translated, just translated into Spanish. It will be published here in the next couple of months, so if you are a native Spanish speaker, would like a copy of the book in Spanish, um, go ahead and just send me an email. You can reserve a copy. Probably about $20, $21, uh, just like the old copy. Um, but it's it'll be also completely updated um, with new sections and completely in Spanish for my Spanish speakers. So anyway, that's uh, that's something I've wanted to get done for a, for a long time, and, I, and I'm so happy. With, with any of my books, you get a copy of this article here. I've talked about this before. This is the uh, 1963 newspaper article that was published uh, in Christchurch, New Zealand. And what's interesting is that the newspaper published this story about uh, President Kennedy being shot in Dallas uh, while he was still alive. Absolutely. When the story was released by the U.S. Embassy um, on November 22nd, 1963, uh, President Kennedy was still alive because November 22nd, 1963 was actually November 21st in the United States because of the dateline change between New Zealand and Washington, D.C. And of course, during the 21st, President Kennedy was still very much alive. He didn't leave till early the next morning um, uh, from Washington, D.C. Uh, to uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, where he was assassinated the following day. And um, this was a, a conspiracy, definitely a conspiracy, definitely all set up. And um, in the article itself, it talks about how um, there were three shooters, interesting, Three shooters, um, they listed his death, that he died uh, at midnight on um, 
the, the 22nd. Again, wrong because he died at about 1.30 in the afternoon. A lot of discrepancies, fascinating things in this uh, newspaper article. Um, you know, the cabal, it's, it's a fake story, of course. Um, Oswald had nothing to do with the Kennedy assassination. He was, like he said, he was a patsy who was convenient for the powers that shouldn't be in, um, in blaming somebody for the, uh, for the assassination. But uh, the truth is coming out. I think we're going to see a lot more of that as, as time goes on. Um, but um, I also want to tell people I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side and benevolent extraterrestrials. Um, I myself have been in contact with the Pleiadians since 1976 or 1977 when I was in college at University of California, Berkeley. Great school. Um, had a, a great, uh, really great experience there. Um, but um, I, I spend a lot of time now. They have uh, up aboard their mothership. They have a mothership 10 miles north of Mount Shasta in Northern California. And um, Admiral Palladian Admiral Hylosaurus, I want to thank him especially and the crew for all their fantastic um, help. The show itself today is being beamed um, from um, here to the ship uh, north of, uh, on top of Mount Shasta. And then from there to Alcyon, which is their base in, in the Palladian's constellation. And from there to the uh, Galactic Alliance. And so we have a large audience today. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening especially off-planet. Um, they're keenly interested about what goes on here on this planet. We're a very important planet, believe it or not. And uh, there's been an ongoing war uh, to take over this planet by the light, uh, sorry, by the dark, um, for the past at least 500,000 years. Uh, but we're winning, and um, we are going to get through this, my friends, and we're going to create a much better and happier planet. And one of the people who I really uh, love having on is Emmanuel Eiter. He'll be coming on in just a minute. Um, he's a French Hollywood uh, spiritual film producer. He's produced a lot of different films and different subjects, and he'll be on in just a minute. After him, starting at 11 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, will be my good friend Susie Ward. She will be giving messages from her son Matthew. Uh, Matthew gives out messages the first of every month, and he just came out with a whole bunch of messages from the other side, from the angels, regarding what's happening here on the planet and um we are ascending my friends uh it's not going to be easy because we're we're clearing out um millions of years of of negativity on this planet and um uh it's gonna it's still taking a little more time but we're clearing out so much negativity and it's and uh, people have to remember to be positive there are dark things of course going on out there but don't let it affect you and don't let it overwhelm you because be sure to keep your eye on the ball, and which is a much better and happier planet, and it's, it's happening. No one's going to give you, however, uh, a, a beautiful planet, um, just hand it to you. We all have to work for it because that's part of our soul contract here, and that's, that's, the, um, uh, that's the agreement that we made with the Supreme Being before coming into the planet, but we would be here for the ascension, but we would all help in the ascension itself. So if anyone tells you that the, all you need to do for the ascension is just to sit back and let it happen, that's nonsense because we all have a duty to do to make this planet a better place. And this is my good friend, Emmanuel, who's been working hard on spiritual films now for many, many years. And I'm so glad to have him here. Emmanuel, you must be floating above the planet somewhere, my friend. That's me. I'm the French uh, silver surfer around the planet <laughs> looking at how beautiful Oh, one it is, 
and feeling sad that people don't realize it's uh, one people, one soul, one people, one planet. That's right. That's right. Oh, listen, um, our governments come out with new regulations uh, for radio stations on the air. You're limited now to 50 swear words per hour. So I just wanted to let you know, um, uh, if, if, if you see that, you know, I just wanted to let you know. So, so that, uh, that, that's it. I'm going to monopolize the number of swear words that one can say in, uh, in an hour. <laughs> and your other speaker won't have the, this right. I'm going to take it <laughs> and abuse of it. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to try to behave, you know, but I'm French, so it yeah. comes with the territory. And by the way, when I swear, <laughs> it's not swearing, it's poetry. You know, so that's right. Exactly. Exactly. It's art. We call it art. It's art. Art's art. Absolutely. It's absolutely art. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you know, you're a little bit like me, uh, Emmanuel, in the sense that um, you started your your work years ago doing uh, spiritual films to making this world a better place. And tell us a little bit about your work. And then I want you to um, talk about the, the, you know, how you, you, you basically people donate to help you out and that's it's really a group effort and i want you to to talk about that as well because i want i urge people to contribute and support emmanuel's works fantastic guy he'll be one of my keynote speakers at my conference next month so how did you start doing this kind of work emmanuel i'm just curious well you know they always uh, ask what's the meaning of life you know and and if you don't find the meaning of life you probably will never be happy well i'm gonna Give it to you. The meaning of life is I think, therefore I am, therefore I do. So I think it's about you. It starts with you. It's uh, what, what are you good at? What, what do you want to do with your life? Where do you want to go? So right. you have to think about that. You have to make an evaluation. And that's what I did way back when my first son was born. I thought, wow, I want to do documentaries. This is like a political platform for a filmmaker. Politic, meaning politics, meaning for the people. I want to to spread peace and love. That that's that, that I think that's what I'm made for. That's what I'm good for. I'm good Wonderful. at meeting people and at giving them love. And if you give love, you give power. And if you give power, you give uh, uh, inner uh, security, inner confidence, and therefore you destroy all notion of hate and racism and and anger. So yeah, that's what I wanted to do. So I think. Therefore, I am. So the second step in life is how do you put that in motion or how do you become your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to complete the, the sentence. I think, therefore, I am. Therefore, I do. And it's in the doing that we have a meaning for our life. You know, people would just talk, would just stay home and smoke a, a big fat joint. Nothing's going to happen from that, you know. That's or true. People who, or people yeah. who constantly travel and or constantly go out and constantly uh, entertained by these uh, silly, ridiculous social medias like Instagram and other. You know, they, they're not going to make anything from their life. So you know, you, you right. have to reconnect with yourself. You have to really figure out what you're good at. Never compromise about that. Never compromise with yourself. Obviously, you have to be reasonable. You know. I, I want to be a billionaire like uh, Elon Musk uh, because I think I'm super genius. Why not? But, mm-hmm. you know, even so, it's a huge ambition. Realize you, you're going to have to put your talk and, into a walk. Uh, so you have to give yourself uh, the tool to move forward. You know, so a lot of people have too much ex- higher expectation or they overrate themselves too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they think of themselves too much. That's the ego, right? So right. it's good to have an ego. 
but you have to know how to control that ego. I always say there's nothing wrong about wanting to be the president of France, like I did. I tried to run for president of France, as you know, this year. Uh, right. But there is something wrong if you fail and you are miserable with that failure. So you have to be, at the same time, the most humble creature and the most ambitious creature. It's a, it's a complementary of uh, being a, a super intelligent driven force and a super idiot. And we are all that, even if we don't want to admit. There are moments during the day people talk to you and they look at you and they're like, ah, this, this man is an imbecile. And then other moment, oh my God, Ted is such a genius what he just said on air. That was brilliant. So it, it is really about that. And for me, it yeah. was about that. It was about finding yeah. at age, uh, I'm 55, so at age 40, in a way, I had my midlife crisis, you know, right. having kids, uh, being married for the second time, uh, not being happy with my uh, life as a filmmaker because I was doing crappy, horror, erotic movies. So, you see, I didn't swear. I could have used another word. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I went through some kind of inner boiling existentialist yeah. crisis, and I yeah. put my thought into an action. And that's huh? how this collection of movies, which is called the Oneness Collection, Came together, and right now I'm about to finish my seventh movie, and it's about water. Oh, excellent, excellent, wonderful! It's called Etio, the intelligence of water. Ted is in it. Uh, many other people are in it. Um, and uh, your other question was uh, about founding. Well, founding is difficult. Even so, Sean Stone is my partner uh, as a producer on most movie. You know, I'm the one we really raising the funds, and funds it's a mix of pre-selling some rights of distributions, because all my movies are on iTunes, Amazon, and so on. And it's uh, it's about finding generous soul, kind soul, who want to re-evolutionize the world like me, make a better world, a better planet, and it's doable as long as we put our thoughts in action. And I do that with my movie. I think it's a great tool to enlighten and liberate your mind from your mind jail. Um, so people donate. And uh, the way they donate can be by PayPal, by calling me and making a wire i accept all type of donation you know from 100 and above please send me whatever you can you know it's going to be put for good i've done seven movies after the one on water i'm doing a new one i just announced called the growth of men it's going to be a companion to the film i did 10 years ago called femme women healing the world i remember that film yeah i remember yeah it was a movie for women but also for men to empower them to make them understand that together they, they are life, they create life. Well, this movie, The Growth of Men, is even more crucial because we are, we men, at a, a, a shifting point, at a turning point. Either we're going to slide yeah. totally into the nonsense, violence that we see every day with right. the number of ridiculous mass shooting, the number of ridiculous suicide. By the way, many men commit suicide more than women. I think it's like 70% uh, of suicides are committed by men. Um, but also, you know, uh, spousal dispute and abuse. So men are going through tough time, you know, and obviously uh, they've been slapped and pushed to wake up with all the Me Too and all that, which is good in a way and it's bad in a way. It's good in a way because, yes, man, you have to grow up. You have to become the Superman. You have to become a god again. Claim your godness, your inner godness. You're not a brute. You're not made to kill. You are made to love. But mm-hmm. that's where, you know, the Me Too movement has to stop and, and the male bashing has to stop. We, we are partner with you, ladies. So, you know, let's not replace 
the patriarchal, abusive, destroying system that we had for 3,000 years by a matriarchal, equally alpha male, equally abusive, and putting us men on our knees. No, it's not about mm-hmm. that, because again, men and women together create life. We are partners. So remember that notion of partnership. That's how we're going to rebuild our humanity. That's how we're going to finally be at peace between men and women, realizing we are definitely different creatures, but we are complementary. And that's why it's great to be different, because at least you can join force. And what is not in me is in you, beautiful ladies, goddess, and, and vice versa. What, what is not in you, goddess, is in me, God. So, that's right. You know, that's we, right. We, we are one, you know, so we, we have to claim that. We have to really rediscover. So I think that answers your question. Please make a donation anytime. PayPal, uh, it's emmanuelitier uh, at yahoo.com. That's my email. Just send me an email. Just send me something by PayPal. Uh, and if it's a large amount uh, over, you know, 5,000 or 1,000, just call me and we figure it out, you know. And obviously, in return, you know, I, I give you a credit in the movie uh, and uh, I share usually when it's 5,000 and above, uh, profit uh, points from the net profit. So I hope I convince you. Come on, do the work. Don't do the talk. Don't just look at Ted and Emmanuel. Get involved. Donate, or, or get involved in any way. I always say, you know, again, that's finding the meaning of life. You have to run for office, whatever the office is. Just don't wait to be saved. Do the same. And, I'm, and, that's, I'm happy. and that's not. And that's not only with giving money. It's by a little act of action, smiling getting out of your house, seeing if your neighbor needs something, looking at that person at the bus stop who seems depressed and go talk to him or her. You know, imagine that we are 8 billion people, okay? Plus, going pretty soon to nine. We have all the resources, unlimited, water, oil, gas, uh, electricity. We have an amount unlimited of money because we print it. (laughs) So it's ridiculous. So... You have to explain to me why this planet is such in a gridlock of war, of poverty, of misery, of suicide, of mass shooting. Why? Well, I'm telling you why. It's because everybody is in their own little mind jail. That's they don't true. See the other. That's true. They don't, they don't realize that no man is an island. No woman is an island. They don't realize that me, myself, and I has to stop. It's me, myself, right. and we. That's I right. am because we are. Repeat, I am because we are. We are mm-hmm. all interdependent. We are all partners. So mm-hmm. the day we, we, we shift, it's just a shift of consciousness. Super right. easy. Right. Instead right. of thinking me, myself, and I, the, the only king of the world, think me, myself, and we, the gods of the world, and the goddess of the right. world. That's different. That's just give you so much power, so much love. You want to give it. You want to spread it. You want to shine, you know, all your power because we are powerful creatures. So it's time to say it and to do it. You know, I I cannot stand looking at all our president of this world just destroying our planet constantly. War, environment, uh, commercial trade, uh, unfair, you know. Enough. That's enough. Aren't you tired of buying people? I am. I'm I'm tired of being a zombie. I want to be a, a whole man living in action, finding his purpose, his meaning, and being able to be an agent of change. So just do it. Emmanuel, um, there's, a, there's, there's a, a great presentation. Thank you so much for saying that. For my listeners today, even if you'd like to donate, donate just a dollar, just even a dollar or one euro 
to Emmanuel's films, um, you'll get a free reading from yours from myself today. So um, uh, just um, you can you can PayPal well you can contact Emmanuel uh, at Emmanuel Iter I T I E R is that correct um, at Yahoo.com or send me an email and I'll I'll set everything up. So even if you don't need a buck, a dollar, or one euro to Emmanuel uh, toward his films, you get a free reading from yours truly. So, or you can write me at outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And I wanted to tell you too, Abraham Lincoln came in while you were talking, and he said um, that um, he had tried nine times for elected office from Illinois, where he was living at the time. He was a, law a lawyer then, and he tried nine times before becoming president of the United States. And he filed bankruptcy twice. So, I mean, he had a lot of hardships, you know, and and so um, I, 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 I'm, I'm saying that because it's not easy on this planet to, to accomplish good things. And of all the planets in this universe, Emmanuel, I've been told that this planet is the hardest one to affect any positive change. So you're doing great work. Um, he's produced all these films <coughs> by donations, just like my show is here been almost 10 years now I've been broadcasting by donations and there's there's more people out there and than ever before who want to make this world a better place and that's one thing I really like about Emmanuel that uh, he does good things and um, that's all he does <laughs> so um, and I think this year is going to be a good year for all of us Emmanuel um, I, I feel like things are turning around and, and feeling better now and um, it's just a matter of time you know um, and the, the 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 light is always stronger than the dark. I know that, and so I know we're gonna we're gonna make it make it through this. Um, tell us about your water film. I think water is very important, of course. Um, um, I'll be having uh, Jerry Pollock on Mike. Uh, Who is in the movie as well? Uh, oh, great! Wonderful! Wonderful! Yeah. Wonderful! Well, tell us a little bit about the water movie. Uh, yeah. Emmanuel. Well, as we know, you know, water is uh, the component essential component of planet earth and of our body you know right. we are made of 70 percent of the of water the planet is has 70 percent uh, component of water mm -hmm. so it's, it's a crucial element it's part of this uh, five mm -hmm. element that's really crucial so it's very important um, to just address uh, and, and and study what is water what is the relationship we have with water obviously mm -hmm. it's very intimate since it's 70 percent of our component Right. Um, so right. the movie is called H2O, The Intelligence of Water. And it's a, it's a study also about intelligence. Where does it come from? Where does it go? You know, it's very, intelligence is very fluid. It is water, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing with that movie. It's, um, it's pretty much done in terms of the filming. We have started uh, the assembling, the editing. And I hope to be done uh, within a couple of months. So uh, this way, after that one, I will... Uh, Go and do the the growth of men, which is gonna be, um, I think, a, a massive okay. transforming okay. movie. Okay. You know. okay, I know you've already spent quite a bit in production costs for the movie. How much more do you need? So, as a goal for people, um, to yeah, for H, for H two, the intelligence of water. So, the cost of editing, which include also the cost of uh, paying for stock footage, music, um, delivering all the files to the distributors. A little bit of marketing money to you know pump up uh, the, the movie on social medias the package is around twenty five thousand. so it's okay. not it's not a huge amount we spent already close to 150 you know so the movie is going to be probably under two hundred thousand. which honestly when you watch my documentaries you're going to say 
how the heck this guy is doing that? Well, the way I'm doing that is I pay myself very little. I work seven days. I'm even right now selling car on the side to uh, to pay the rent. So I'm a guy right. who, who doesn't need to spend a ton of money on my firm because I right. work on the side. I'm a journalist. Uh, right. I'm a, a buyer of film for distribution for France. Um, so I yeah. pay myself very little. My employees are sometimes more paid than I am when we film and we go around the world with mm-hmm. one cameraman. Uh, I'm my own assistant. So I really put the cost down maximum and I put everything on the screen. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, 25K, not the end of the world. Wow. You know, I know we will find it. Uh, I always do, you cool. know, it's, it's my seventh feature. So even so, I'm always scared, you know, and even so, it takes always more time than expected. You know, it's, I was supposed to finish the movie uh, over Christmas and one of the the, the founding uh, financier bailed out on me because he was having a trouble financially. So I get it. You know, we all go through. Life is a roller coaster. You know, it's. Uh, sure, I always okay. say you, you better fasten your mind belt because it's really a tough roller coaster of ups and downs. And as you said, you know, it's 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 great when you are on the on the ups, but when you are on the down. It's it's tough, and and that's yeah. why we need each other to reassure each other that it's gonna be fine, Emmanuel. Like Abraham Lincoln, you will be president after trying nine times, and your second bankruptcy. I already did one bankruptcy, so maybe right. I need another bankruptcy. <laughs> you'll you'll be like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> only tried one, so I've got more right. eight times. The, the problem is I'm running against time. You know, I'm 55. I don't know how long I can run for president. You know, the next time is gonna be. Uh, 2027. It's in right. Uh, right. five years. Uh, I would try to do it again. Yeah. Now I know why I failed, and it was mainly because of I didn't have enough financing and enough um, promotion and marketing. Sure. So I know I'm going to do it differently, and uh, I will see. You know, and I, and I might yeah. do it again a third time. I don't think I'm going to try more than third time, and it's it's very simple. I think to be a responsible, focused, conscious leader. You need to have all the energy, you need to have the body, and you need to have a really clear mind. And the problem, as we know, Ted, because it's already happening to us, even so well, young men, well, <laughs> we are grown up young men, uh, you know, you, you feel the body, it's getting, you know, little by little tired and the mind. So, you know, in five years, I'll be 60. I think I'll still be fine. In mm-hmm. another five years, I'll be 65. I think I'll be okay. But would I be okay at seventy? I'm not so sure. You know, I, well, I, by I, by that by that time, they'll 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 have uh, longevity uh, technology. So no, but who to... wants that? Who wants that's that's the other insanity. People are ridiculous. You don't need to live 100, 200, 300. Who cares? Live a good life, whether it's ten days. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's whether good. it's ten that's years, whether it's that's 100 days. Just focus on what you have right now. Right now, you have. A mind, a body, and an environment made of beautiful right. stuff. Right. So right. focus on that. Don't don't get disconnected and say, "I want the billion dollar. I want to live forever." It's silly. It's naive, and it's pointless. Right. You don't need that. Right. You know, it's it's really yeah. about figuring out what you need and be humble with that and be happy with that. So no, screw the 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 appeal of longevity and living forever. But you know, plus on top of that. Who cares, really? Really, you want another five years to do what? And, and and by the way, how do you survive too? How do you pay yourself to to pay your bills? Because trust yeah. me, and, and you know that the older we get, and it's not only women, it's men too. 
the, the less people want to use us. It's just a fact. They look at us, we're like right. an old man. Right. So they, right. they don't mind a conversation with us, but they don't necessarily want to give us a job. You know, we, sure. we never talk sure. about that sure. or sure. how hard it is after 50 to get a job for, for us, men and women. Let's, so, let's, you know, please let us die when we need to die. That's it. Okay. That's, a, don't, that's a good point. Don't keep us alive. There's no that's point. a good point. That's a good and point. And plus, there are, there are 8 billion, pretty soon 9 billion. So, you know, admit that you had a good run. It was your turn. Now let other people, let the new soul populate this planet, animate this planet, lead this planet, you know. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't want to be a president for life like some crazy Putin or Xi Jinping. You know, it's like if I'm president, I do my job five years. Thank you. Bye-bye. I gave it all. Next, somebody right, else. Right, you know. right, right. Everybody needs its, its turn or her turn. Okay? Thank so you. now it's your turn. That's that's thank you for saying that. That's nice. That's nice. Emmanuel. I wanted to mention um, the 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 funds uh, fundraising. If you need twenty five thousand to finish the water film, if you had uh, ten people at twenty five hundred apiece, that would cover it. Or if you had a hundred people at two hundred and fifty dollars apiece, would cover it. Or a thousand people at two and a half dollars, which is less than a cup of coffee now at Starbucks. So um, brilliant. Let's do it. Hey guys. Hey girls, one thousand of you send right now two fifty. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, we'd have Let's it, just, do it just like that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You see, it's so That's simple right. when you relativize and you de-dramatize and you explain that everything is doable if we all get involved. I want really the eight, right. b- eight billion people of you out there to just That's wake right. up and just give give whatever you have, even a smile. That's worth a billion well, bucks. Look what Mahatma Gandhi did. He was just one person. Exactly. And he was able to, to get boot out the, the British Empire back in 1947 out of India. And and people would come up to, sometimes come up to me, Emmanuel, and says, well, I'm just one person. What can I do to change the world to make it a better place? You know, I've heard that argument before, but then I talk about Mahatma Gandhi. So, um, uh, Absolutely. No, but it's, it's a proof that uh, all of us are unique prototype unique genius soul and we have so much power and the power the easiest power is these three words i love you dare to say that to yourself dare to say that to somebody else and see the change happen right in front of your eyes and and it's very easy to understand it's 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 about a transfer of energy when i say i love you ted i give you all of my strength all of that power this this insane, mad French crazy man that I am giving all to you. So now you're like so powerful, you're going to have even an excess of power. So you're going to turn and you're going to look at the other person and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And, and that's how you change the world, three little right. words. That's yeah. it, that's, that's right. it. That's and right. then if on top of that, you have the mean to cook a cake for somebody or a mean to send me two bucks, 50 hours, great. But do the first step. Dare to say I love you and not I, you. Okay, so you see, I, I, I behave, right. <laughs> I control myself. Right, right. Tell me, Emmanuel, I, I always like to ask people how they started. Um, how, did you, how did you start your spiritual work uh, in filming? It started with me when I was really, if I think about it, when I was 15. I was this kid who spent constantly his time going to see movies, mm-hmm. uh, going to the beach. I was uh, living in Nice in the south of France at the time. So by age 15, already I was like, why am I in a classroom? I don't belong there. I, I, 
I want to do movies. I, you know, I had found my inner calling. Uh, I yeah. didn't know how to put it in action. So I, I was thinking, yeah. I was becoming it, but I didn't know how to do it. Well, there is a very interesting thing that happened to me that shows you how we are all crazy in some, in some way. Because honestly, when you find your own meaning of life, it's, it's a weird, mystical inner transformation. And don't be afraid of it. You know, it's like Joan of Arc almost uh, hearing a voice telling her to go and liberate France from the English. It's, it's a little bit of the same. So what happened to me is I was in a class of math uh, at 15. I was looking at the teacher, you know, because way back you and I, a teacher who were writing on a, on a blackboard, and she was writing a, a geometry or some some math formula. And of course, because I, I was such a dreamer, I, I couldn't understand anything. But it's weird, at that point, my brain heard words, and I started to write, like almost uh, an automatic writing, and it was a poem. The poem was, Qui est-il? Who is he? And that's interesting because if I think about it now, it was really my, my first midlife crisis. And so I was just 15, my mm -hmm. first existentialist crisis. I was looking for myself. So within myself, I was unconsciously talking to myself, asking myself, who are you, Emmanuel? And yes. so I wrote that poem and I was a little bit spooked. I'm like, you're not a poet. I mean, but, but I did. I did write the poem. And by the way, after that, I, I and to this day, I still write poems. I wrote, Hundreds of poems. I never published them. One really, them. I didn't know that about you, Manuel. Wonderful, amazing. And uh, you huh. know, so <laughs> well, actually, I did publish some of the, this poem because I turned them into song in, in my many lives. Uh -huh. I was a, a, a punk rock band manager, and I was managing bands and promoting them. And with some of them, I uh, I turned the poem into song. So actually, on iTunes, if you type my name, you're gonna see also that I've got three albums that I produce of songs and they're all based on my poems. Uh -huh. So but anyway, really? to go back to where it started, so I wrote that poem, I went back at night and I slept and believe it or not, when I slept, I saw myself directing the movie based on the poem. Wow, it fantastic. Was so vivid. It was so vivid. It was like really like an out-of-body experience. You know, I really, I, I was conscious I was in a dream, but I was living the dream. Mm -hmm. And so I came back the next morning in class and I talked to a few friends and I said, I have this vision. I'm going to do a movie. Uh, who's got a camera? Who, who's got a, an apartment I can shoot at? Uh, who's got some light? And I assembled uh, within a week, a little team of friends. Uh, and we did it. And the, my first movie was a short, totally demented, crazy uh, piece of crap uh, of um, I think three minutes or four minutes. You, this one you can't find it, but email me and I will send you a copy. <laughs> okay. it's, called, it's called The Cage and it's really about a man who's committing some sort of suicide. Actually, he's, 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 uh -huh. he's going through a rebirth. We think it's a suicide, but it's really a rebirth. Okay. And that's really the, the notion of my poem that I wrote. It was, it was about being reborn. And in a way, Emmanuel died and was reborn as a filmmaker. And that's what I, I'm telling you people, don't be scared of little death like this because they transform you. They are necessary. It's like, you know, the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. It's exactly that. You know, it's exactly that. We are all caterpillars and we need to become the beautiful butterfly that's going to take off and shine for the world. So please mm -hmm. 
go and do your inner transformation now. Don't wait. That makes t- makes total sense. I was um, I, I was uh, approached by two homeless people. One homeless man in Seattle. I was at a library. I love libraries, and he came up to me, Emmanuel, and he said, "Ted, you, he called me by name, and he said, Ted, you need to um, st- uh, have start your own radio show and start writing books." Um, homeless guy, and um, I looked at him. <laughs> I was shocked. And then just to, just to, the, the following month, the same thing happened to me from a fireman in another library in the Seattle area. Um, so it's, it's a long story, everything that happened after that. But they implanted the idea in my head to start uh, doing this kind of work. So that's how I ended up doing this, this you know, what I'm, what I'm doing now. So it was uh, uh, been a long road, but uh, very successful. The best decision I ever made, actually. Great. You say we all go through transformation. You kill the old and the new one is born. And, <laughs> and we do that, by the way, every day, I think. You know, it's, it's funny because so for the last three, four weeks, I've, I've become a car salesman because I'm, I'm so tight on everything and, you know, most of my money goes into my movies. So, so I'm always broke. I always need more money, 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 money. Right, and, right. and also because, because we are living in a ridiculous society where the cost of everything is insane. Like, for example, this month, my, my gas bill, was multiplied by three, not one, two, no, three times. Instead of paying 100 bucks, I have to pay 300 bucks. I'm not a magician. I cannot print money like the government. So so I took right. a, another job. And so it was another transformation. It, it was forcing me to go to people and smile and, you know, charm them and, and say, hey, what, what do you need? You know, I've got this car and that car. You know, and I sold sure. already eight cars in, in two weeks. So, you know, I, make, I made an extra $4,000. That's not too bad for... Excellent. Excellent. That's wonderful. That's wonderful, Emmanuel. Well, well, a week, twenty-four hours. That's me. (laughs) Well, you know, if we had if we had a thousand people today, all contributing two and a half dollars each, you'd have your money to finish your film. I'm gonna look at my PayPal account, guys. I'm counting on you. You know, and what goes around comes around. As soon as I sell the movie, I send you back the two book fifty. So, I mean, if everybody thinks like this, what goes around comes around. Right. I am because right. we are. Right. That's it. Right. There is no more poverty. There is no more war. There is no more uh, fear that China is going to invade us with some balloons like right now. Yeah. As we see. Yeah. They, they, that's it. There is no more fear. There is no more yeah. fight like my yeah. kids right yeah. now fighting in the background. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's all a beautiful planet. It is a beautiful planet. Wake it up. Is. It I is. Think, therefore I am. Therefore I do. Me, myself <laughs> and we. Right, right. Absolutely, Emmanuel. Say, by the way, I didn't have time before the show started, but I was wondering, you still have that trailer on the movie film, on the water film, right? Uh, not the water film. We we didn't edit the trailer yet. But, you know, what I, I recommend is really to look at my demo reel. It's only four minutes. It's on YouTube. You type Emmanuel Littier demo reel, and right there you're going to find it. So if you want to play it right now and find the demo reel, uh, uh, please play it as a a way to conclude uh, our conversation. Okay. Well, if you could, if you could maybe put the link in the chat room, and I could ask um, my good friend Don to play it today. That, that would okay, be great. Let me, let me find if it. You if you. you don't mind, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, I want to really want to support Emmanuel. He's a great guy. He does a lot of uh, great spiritual work, and it's people like him uh, who are helping to, with the ascension and and making this world a better place. He he and I are alike in the sense that uh, once we realized our life purpose, we just went ahead and did it. We didn't let the 
uh, lack of resources stop us. So um, thanks. Hey, thank you so much, uh, Don. Appreciate it. Um, okay, here's the, the link. Okay. Yeah, if you just type it in there, then... Um, there uh, you are. So you can play it anytime. Okay, good. Good. Let's see. How, how long is it, by the way? Um, it's uh, only four minutes, four minutes and a half. Okay. And it's basically, it's, it's a great demo reel because it's really an overlook at all the documentaries okay. that to okay. this day, including uh, the... Okay, Don's asking, um, uh, Don's asking um, if, if um, which, which file? He says, I didn't send it to you yet. I can actually, I can get on my email and send it to him the link as well. Hold on. I'll do that too. Hold on, my friends. <clears throat> hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, now I send it to okay, everybody. Good. Well, we'll get it here. Did you get uh, it? The link. There. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. Great. Okay. Cool. Great. Uh, which file does he play? Is it? Is it called demo one? Is it? Is that one or? Yeah, yeah. It's a link I put in the chat. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Don, my friend, if you could play that, it's just four minutes. That'd be great. A lot of people, when they watch my movie, always tell me. Well, it was great, Emmanuel, so what can I do? And I'm like, you have to get involved. There's a revolution of spiritual seekers and warriors are coming out. Look at all of these people marching for peace together at the exact same time. Humanity, it's remarkable. It's magic. The journey into self-realization and discovery begins with a desire for connection. If you look at all the people in history, from uh, Jesus Christ, or Buddha, or Mohammed, or GFK, or Martin Luther King, or Obama. It's all simple people that we are who suddenly said, enough, I'm gonna get involved. Run for office. Women are becoming the primal power person. La próxima revolución probablemente venga de las mujeres de la pasión por vivir. Any woman who knows how to run a household knows how to run a world. Men cannot hear the patriarchy, but women and men together could. When we wake up together, then, and that probably more 30 years and 10 years, then indeed there will be peace, and then we can transform what uh, we've been living in, which is fear and chaos. They have within them these ancient sacred traditions that honor the earth that we live on. These are the people who can teach us how to get in touch with Mother Earth. Message from this culture is without Pachamama there is no life. Connecting to the shamanic path is a very integrative aspect. It's very easy to connect to. It is so intuitive. It's who we really are. It's our source. Just don't wait to be saved. Do the saving yourself. We are all supermen and superwomen. We, we all have incredible capacities of healing and helping each other and we all have great ideas. Imagine seven billion unique beings who get that their unique way of interacting with the world, perceiving the world, communicating with the world, 
is viable, is valuable, makes a difference, is significant for each of us. And to help each of us through each of our unique perspectives to appreciate and get the magic of it all, what we're really capable of. Come home to who you really are. Experience the love that is your own essence. Feel the goodwill, feel the oneness. That's a good Refusing movie. to be taken for granted and say, no, Excellent. you can be a change of change yourself. You can change the world, it's possible. But it starts with waking up and doing the work. There's food enough for every human being on this planet. There's water enough for every human being on this planet. We do not have scarcity. We have selfishness. We need to come back to economy as the art of living, of taking care of the earth, not taking from the earth. Why do we kill each other? I've always been interested in this question and I still, you know, don't know exactly the answer, but I see that we still do it. To drop bombs from the sky on cities and little children, could you think of anything more horrific? And we don't bring our children into the world to do that. Until we get rid of the, the violence in our own hearts, there will always be violence in the world. At the beginning of every conflict, there is an unstable and unbalanced mind. The danger of nuclear war is greater than it was even during the Cold War. We face the real possibility of universal death. We are very worried because it's so easy to destroy. It is so difficult to fix. Just two seconds. Pull the trigger and yeah, the life is gone. For me, peace uh, is not only a state of mind, but it's a step of action. So how do you uh, put in motion peace, love? Well, it's uh, on a daily basis with simple action uh, of grace, such as saying I love you to people you do love, uh, saying hello to people you don't know. Everybody can make a change, you know, it's, it's so simple. You cross paths with somebody, look at them with love in your eyes. And that's how you change the world, is really by sending that message of love constantly. Nice. Thank you, Don, so much for playing that. That was great. Thank you, Emmanuel, for all your fantastic work. That's a great trailer. Gives people a taste for the kind of work you do. And um, I'm so glad you'll be part of my um, Galactic Wisdom Conference next month. It'll be by Zoom, so anyone, no matter where you are in the world, all you need is a computer and you can listen to it. So, and uh, yeah, and thank it's you, thank you, Ted. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You know, let's keep the conversation going. Let's keep the action of us changing the world going. Me, sure. myself, and we. I am because <laughs> we are. I That's am because great. we are. That's I love right. you. Okay. Love you too, Emmanuel. Thanks so much Thank for coming on today, my friend. My pleasure, Ted. Anytime, buddy. All right. All right. Nice. See you next month. See you next month. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.
Anyway, that was Emmanuel Eiter, my good friend, a fabulous uh, spiritual film producer. Um, he's from France originally and now lives uh, north of, uh, in the Hollywood area, Santa Barbara area. And he does, that's all he does, is, is do spiritual films. And I'm so honored to know him. I've known Emmanuel, I think, my goodness, um, about eight years now. Yeah, something like that, uh, eight, nine years. And a uh, very spiritual fellow and, and lots of good energy. Uh, my next guest will be Susie Ward of Matthew Speaks. Susie, Susie should be coming on any minute now. Um, and uh, But uh, we'll give her a few minutes. We're about two minutes early now. Um, she'll be part of my uh, Galactic Wisdom Conference. Let me go over a little bit about the conference. It's um, I'm going to be having uh, Dr. Jerry Pollock. He's a famous water scientist and discoverer of the fourth phase of water on um, as a keynote speaker um, at the conference. Um, in addition, I'll be having Tom Palladino, Scalar Energy Healer. Tom does great work and he has a free 30-day program which he'll be offering to people at the conference. If you sign up for his his um, his program of Scalar Energy, it, it's uh, there's, there's free charge for uh, for the first 30 days. And um, P. and Cullen Smith-Bard, um, they have Pleiadian messages from Larkma. Larkma is a group of of uh, Pleiadian energies from um, from the Pleiadian civilization, and um, she'll, they they will be giving channeled messages um, from 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 them. I had uh, P and Kula on my show a couple weeks ago. They'll be coming on again at the end of this month, and they always have such beautiful things and positive things to say about our future civilization. And I know you'll you'll really enjoy, you'll really enjoy them. Uh, Samuel Chong is a new guest. Um, he has translated a book called the um, uh, Theo Uba Prophecy, which is a group of benevolent extraterrestrials who uh, say they seeded the Earth here hundreds of thousands or maybe millions of years ago. Um, the book itself is called The Theo Uba Prophecy. It's actually by a Frenchman named uh, Michel Marquet, I think, uh, Marquet, I think his name is. And um, the book's extremely profound because it goes back. Um, in human history on this planet, 1.35 million years, which is just, just amazing. It goes back to the time of Mu, Atlantis, Lemuria, and um, what what transpired to destroy those civilizations. It's just fascinating. He's got a lot of really interesting things to say, and all you, I know you'll really, really in, in, enjoy it. Um, in addition, um, uh, Susie Smith... Um, Susie's having some technical difficulties, but fortunately, um, uh, uh, BBS Radio has a backup phone number they can dial toll-free, so I'm going to have her call that number now so she can, so she can get on. Um, in addition to uh, Samuel Chong, um, I'll also be having uh, Susie Smith, uh, or sorry, Susie, yeah, Susie Smith, who's a fantastic spiritual healer coming to us from Florida. I know you really in, enjoy her as well. Uh, Alfred Weber, a credible lawyer and futurist, come, will coming to us live from Vancouver, Canada. I really like Alfred's work. Um, uh, Dr. Angel Fernandez, he's the spiritual leader of the 1A1 Foundation, located in the Dominican Republic. I've been to his, every year he has wonderful conferences. I'll be, um, uh, and uh, he'll be he'll be part of uh, our key, keynote speakers. Um, Carolyn White, a fantastic aura reader and psychic medium, uh, lives here in Olympia, Washington. She'll be part of the uh, line, lineup as well. Uh, Judy Kelly, who I consider one of America's best psychics, uh, will be here. We'll, we'll talk about this more um, after um, to sign up. Um, just go to www.galacticwisdomconference.com. $25 a day or $50 for the whole weekend, and you can watch the conference 
for up to six months after the uh, after the after the uh, conference is over with. Great. Okay. Thanks so much, Don. Uh, Susie, are you there? I am here. Great. Great. We'll figure out. Um, uh, we'll figure out uh, the maybe. Uh, 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 Don, if you could uh, email me the, um, or just, or, or put it in the chat room, uh, if you could put in the chat, just a direct link, so maybe she could join by then. Anyway, Susie, how are you doing today? Oh, wonderfully, and you sound very chipper, Ted. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a good day to be alive. It's a good day to be here. And uh, my shows on Saturday with uh, Don and Doug at BBS are the, the best part of my whole week. So I love coming here and um, helping to raise consciousness and wake people up. So I'm having a great day and a fantastic time today. So it's it's really wonderful. That's good. <laughs> to be here. So um, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and I'll just um, I'll email you the the, the link. Um, but for now, I think I think this is a pretty good pretty good connection. Um, we can hear you, and uh, uh, so that's that's a good thing. Uh, Susie, you've been doing this. Uh, let me see. Since 1994, almost. What is it? Yeah, uh, January 1994. January uh, 94. Now, let me see, my friend. That's, uh, what, 30 years? Something like that? Almost 30 years? 29? Well, 29. 29. Wow. Okay. 29, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, now, you had an interesting st uh, story with that. I know that um, um, Matthew had a uh, motorcycle accident, and then um, he passed, but he, t he, he, he said he would come back, and he did. Uh, and... Um, he passed in 87, is that right? 86? 88? In, uh, 80. In 80, okay, okay. Uh-huh, 1980. Yeah, uh, he was driving the Jeep back from his father's spice farm in the interior of Panama. Uh, he fell yeah. asleep at the wheel and... Um, uh, the jeep veered into a field and uh, hit a large rock, a boulder, and he was thrown out. So that's how it happened. He didn't tell me uh, that he and I would connect directly someday. It was three mediums that I talked with um, a year later. Uh-huh. They all told me when the time was right. Uh, Matthew and I would communicate directly, and it was um, almost 14 years before we did. Oh, how interesting. During that time, was he going to spiritual schools? Or did he explain ever explain what he was doing between the interim time? Well, um, he was in Nirvana, uh, the spirit world we call heaven. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. During that time, and mm -hmm. he was still there for about four to five years. I see. Uh, after okay. he and I connected, but since then. Um, he has been literally flying around the universe uh, 
going to physical civilizations that invite him or request him to help them upgrade <coughs> their spirit worlds. Oh, um, really? Fascinating. Uh, yes. And, um, but the invitations, uh, those are requests, you know, please yeah. help us. Sure, um, right. Uh, but he has invitations from uh, such highly evolved civilizations that uh -huh. uh, their bodies are so much different from ours. Uh -huh. And uh, but wherever he goes, he manifests a body that uh, fits in with the civilizations. Uh -huh. Some of them are human or humanoid, mm -hmm. uh, but others are uh, far, far different. But as Matthew said, these bodies are all beautiful to the people, and they mm -hmm. love, love the energy of love and light mm -hmm. prevailed throughout those more highly evolved civilizations. Interesting. Um, my, my good friend Albert Einstein has told me many times that love is the most important and powerful force in the universe. So that makes that makes sense. That makes a, a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Well, everything in this universe, everything that exists here, not just on Earth, uh, mm -hmm. the ingredient, so to say, is um, the pure essence of creator. Mm -hmm. uh, and that essence is consciousness mm -hmm. that um, is has energy mm -hmm. and it everything that exists is of that love light energy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It was when Lucifer uh, got into the act that uh, things started going downhill. Okay. Wow. And Lucifer is the name uh, of the archangel that we uh, consider the leader of the fallen angels. I see. Interesting. Okay. There, there is no Satan. I mean, I know religions have Satan. Sure, but right. As God says, mm -hmm. um, that is simply energy streamers directed into, uh, well, I don't think God said evil, but I'm saying evil, into right. evil ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, makes, uh, that makes total sense, actually. And I think um, even though we have different terms, like you can call God the supreme being or the prime creator, it's it's really the same same thing you're talking about. Um, well, yeah. yes, the creator is not the same as the God. 
of mm. this universe. I see. Okay. Creator um. is the supreme being of the cosmos, and there are seven universes in the cosmos. Really? Um, and okay. a god or a goddess um, was selected to rule over each universe. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. And the soul that we simply call God uh, is the supreme being of this universe. Interesting. That has so many galaxies that, uh, I mean, it is unfathomable. Just this universe, mm-hmm. much less six others. Well, you, it's interesting. I had a dream um, two months ago where my Pleiadian friends took me to beyond this universe. And there were like, um, I, I remember now, it fits now what I was trying to interpret what it was, but it was seven. They look like what eggs. What's that universe like? Um, and they were um, surrounded by um, a, a beam of light in a zigzag uh, formation where you could, they said you couldn't enter. But I could see it from a distance what it was. And um, that makes sense. It was the, because uh, I, I had asked them what's beyond this universe. And so they showed me. And um, now it makes sense. Interesting, huh? Yes. Hmm. And the fact that you couldn't enter, and that makes sense too, mm-hmm. uh, because the vibrations would differ enough so mm-hmm. that uh, you couldn't go there. There was like a couldn't light. enter. Mm-hmm. There was a light energy. And so, yeah. right, yeah. that is what you, you would see. There is pure light. Right. Uh, I know our scientists the dark, um, you know, when in uh, through the the most powerful telescopes, um, mm-hmm. and so they see what they call black holes or right. the darkness of space. Right. But it's simply because it is all light out there, light mm-hmm. energy, but. Um, you can't photograph light. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. That is just utterly fascinating. The black holes themselves, do they go to, into other dimensions? Or do they go into another universe? Are, is that a portal into one of these other seven universes? No. No. Okay. No one in this universe uh, goes into another universe. And, Ted, when you think about it, Mm -hmm. this universe, with its billions of galaxies, and Earth is just a tiny but very special sphere in the Milky Way, and Mm. the, uh, in, well, first of all, there's our solar system. And mm-hmm. then the galaxy, mm-hmm. and there are billions of others like the Milky Way. 
Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, to me, it's incomprehensible. The space. They. I remember a book. It was called. It was published by Lieutenant Colonel uh, Wendell Stevens back in uh, 1976, and it was called UFOs from the Pleiadians. That's when I first became in contact with them. Um, and I think it's still available. Well, I don't I don't think they, it's still being published, but you can find copies of it, but it's like close to $1,000 for a copy. I bought mine many years ago when it wasn't that, you know, it just wasn't that much at all. But um, they said that the, that the diameter of this universe was something like um, 10 to the 364th times 10 to the seventh or 70th power. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was like, uh, it was, a, it was a, a light years across. I mean, to a human mind, it's very difficult to think of that, but it was, it was so far out there to be, to, to be infinite. Well, it, it's almost as infinite. In right. you know, in our ability to to comprehend right. uh, size or space, do you know? Do you remember where he got that number? Um, in the book itself, it was it was given to him by uh, the Palladians themselves, which he, I think he got through um, uh, through Billy Meyer. In uh, at the at the Samaji uh, Silver Star ah. outside Zurich. Uh-huh. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been there actually. I was there back in '94. Yeah, amazing place. It's just outside of Zurich. If anyone listening today is from uh, Central Europe, and if you get to Zurich, um, uh, there's a there's a little town outside of uh, Zurich. It's about 45 minutes to an hour. It's easy to get there. You can take a train and tram. And you can go up and, uh, to uh, the Silver Star Center where the Pleiadians do land there occasionally. So it's kind of a fun place to go. That That's where um, Billy lived? Yeah, that's where Billy might. I think he's still alive. And they also, at the time I was there back in 94, they had a um, kind of like a, a welcome center where you could buy pictures that Billy Meyer had taken of of Pleiadians who are human, just like us, except they're in the fifth density, and they look just like us. They're, um, uh, yeah, it's amazing, really, <laughs> to see them. Yeah, yes, of course. Many of them do. Yeah, right. Because right. they are humans, and uh, so are we. There are many, many, many races uh, uh, of people. Um, I remember when, uh, I think it was either Matthew or God, or, um, well, I also have spoken with um, representatives of 13 or 14 uh, advanced civilizations uh, in this universe, Mm -hmm. and um, they sent me their images, uh, and some of them... Um, look very much like us, taller, uh, leaner. Uh, Our population has, uh, a lot of them have tended toward uh, being too heavy, almost obese in Mm -hmm. in this world. Uh, 
and the um, the populations in the more evolved civilizations mm-hmm. um, are more aware of the sanctity of the body, mm-hmm. which is um, well, okay, a temple, really, you could say, for the soul in that lifetime. Mm-hmm. And uh, many of them, because they are more evolved uh, uh, spiritually and consciously, and many of them also technologically, uh, they can live for thousands of years mm. if they want to. Sure, right. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew told me about one civilization where, uh, they, I mean, he, he was uh, there. Uh, and there may be other civilizations that are just like this. Um, when a soul uh, reaches point where it has benefited spiritually and consciously mm-hmm. from that lifetime, mm-hmm. there is a celebration of all that soul's family and friends, mm. and um, it's a goodbye party. Really? The soul simply dematerializes that body Hmm. and moves on to uh, the civilization uh, where he wants to have his next embodiment, his next lifetime in a a body Mm -hmm. and continue learning and evolving. I think that's such a nice idea. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. I never, um, I was living in India years ago, and um, I was there on a on a couple of Fulbright grants studying law in India. But I'll never forget one morning I went out, I walked out of my flat, and um, I was going through this uh, this neighborhood in New Delhi, and suddenly I heard this band playing. And I looked around, and they took, uh, a fellow had just passed away, and they had his body surrounded all in these flowers. And it was, um, it wasn't a sad, well, people of course missed him, of course, but it was more of a, a celebration. And I asked one of the one of the people in the group there that was walk, going on this street, and I asked him a little bit behind, they said, oh, he's going off to his next life. So this is a relatively happy occasion for him. He lived a long life and, and they were celebrating um, um, him being released from this planet to do what he wants to in the spiritual world. So that was a, I thought that was a very interesting kind of viewpoint on, on death and dying. Oh, yes, it is. And uh, even in this country, I don't know how long this has been popular. Uh, I don't know that it could be called a tradition, but um, a celebration of life. Mm-hmm. Right, After exactly. That's exactly what it is. Celebration of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a celebration mm-hmm. of this life, right. and right. Uh, it's uh, really 
the very same awareness mm-hmm. of of moving on mm-hmm. and right um, right yeah fascinating isn't it <laughs> it's fascinating well, it is. and i think that shows uh advancement here mm-hmm. uh, instead of uh just uh, a funeral right which is um very sad well kind of, usually yeah a sad. very uh, yeah it's yeah. just uh everybody who is attending a funeral is grieving to some extent right exactly instead of uh is any funeral i've ever been to and mm-hmm. not many just uh a few in my family and uh two friends they uh, everybody was weeping uh it was um, and really, the sorrow, the grief, is the feeling we have. It, yeah. and we are expressing how much we are going to miss that person in our life. Mm-hmm. And it's funerals are not celebrating mm-hmm. the life of the person. What that person. Um, achieved mm-hmm. or the love that person gave to others or the assistance or whatever position in our life that person was. Mm-hmm. Um, we simply are mourning because we weren't ready to let that person go. Mm-hmm. So the celebration of life um, is an advancement in awareness of the people in this world, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I've actually gotten messages from the other side saying saying the same thing. Um, you know, a lot of animals are very advanced. Pets, for example, cats and dogs, sometimes they will choose when they want to leave. And they'll tell you, too. Um, let's say... Uh, a cat or a dog, for example, especially a cat, if um, if they don't want to live anymore, they will simply go underneath the house or go off by themselves somewhere and die, and they'll pass over that way. But they choose mm-hmm. the time when they go, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, well, yes, and uh, I, for the last twenty years, I have been blessed with. Uh, the ability to telepathically communicate uh, with animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in uh, dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fur family has always been dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dogs would let me know they were ready to leave. Sure. And. Uh, this would be after they had been dealing with a sickness. In some cases, it was cancer. Mm-hmm. And when uh, the medicine or the special diet no longer was helpful, 
they would let me know. And I would take them to their vet, and um, the process was the first inoculation was a sedative, which just put them to sleep. I see. And the second one um, stopped their heart. Mm. I see. Mm. Sure. And these animals Mm -hmm. would... uh, thank me and ask me to thank their doctor. Oh, really? How interesting. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 Um, and I remember in one case, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the dog, it was Sparkle, uh, mm-hmm. and it was just like seconds after the lethal inoculation. Mm-hmm. And Sparkle told me, um, Mommy, I'm here. I'm here. And all the other dogs are here. They came to welcome me. And so I told the vet. And oh, she said, lovely. Oh. No, um, that shot takes a while to work. But she put the stethoscope on sparkles heart and there was no heartbeat oh wow okay well mm-hmm. yeah so i i have had a lot of uh all right comforting moments mm-hmm. because of when my animals left because they all talked with me right oh. after they arrived how beautiful. And they were so mm. joyful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the three-legged German Shepherd um, had four legs. Oh, she was wow. thrilled to have four legs again and be able to run like the wind. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Wow, that's so beautiful. That's beautiful. Earth spirit world is really a wondrous place. Wow. And Amazing. It is known as one of the most beautiful spirit worlds uh-huh. in this universe. Uh-huh. And really? Wow. That is why Matthew has been requested by so many other civilizations mm-hmm. to help them upgrade their spirit worlds. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. You know, I want to, not to switch subjects, but um, I wanted to tell you uh, some of, I've read Matthew's uh, messages for February 1st. Absolutely fascinating. And one of the things, uh, if you don't mind me sharing this, is uh, first off, uh, he says, Matthew said, we have spoken before about the the value of balance in mind, body, and spirit. And when, in the the midst of um, energy of people's fury, I think he's referring to, What's going on here on the planet? Because many people. Yeah, and what will be going on? Yeah, right. And will be going on. You're in the middle of fear, grief, confusion, and shock. Uh, Balance will be your steadfast ally, which was good good advice. 
and um, to get balance um, is to the best is being with nature. Um, you need to be explicit. Uh, you can spend time in nature. Um, and then he talks about in the Ukraine, human trafficking is still going on. Children are still being held captive. Bioweaponry is manufactured there or stockpiled. But I think that's really good advice for everyone to, um, if you can, spend some time in nature, uh, if possible. Um, that could be walking at a park, swimming if you're in a warm climate, um, anything you can. Even um, as my my cat Fluffy told me years ago, um, he wanted me, he said I was too busy and I needed to spend time in nature. He said, I'll never forget this, even if you're just driving um, in, a, in a park or with, with nature around, that's really good good for your soul. And I, I wanted to go over that with you. I think that's wonderful advice he gave. Uh, yes, it is. Um, when my husband and I moved to this area, mm -hmm. and that was uh, 29 years ago, mm -hmm. well, this year it will be 30 in, wow. in okay. uh, September. Uh -huh. um, the trees, uh, this is a rural area, um, and mm -hmm. thousands, that's many, many thousands, this is, this is the great Northwest, mm -hmm. uh, of tall Douglas firs, uh, some deciduous trees, mm -hmm. but mostly evergreens, and um, the trees actually helped me heal um i grieved for matthew uh almost 14 years um i i had no idea um that what kind of a world he was in uh -huh. or that um even though the mediums had told me he and i would speak directly someday. Mm -hmm. uh, the more the years pass, the more I I always hoped, mm -hmm. but the less I felt it would happen. Um, right. okay. And my grief fractured my energy to the extent that Matthew couldn't reach me. Hmm. until we moved here, and we were led here. I, I was led to this specific property. Bob was offered a job uh, in, in, in Vancouver. Um, this property is just about 20 minutes to the east of, of Vancouver, Washington. Oh, okay. And I was led here, and I I really had at the realtor who was assigned to us was really reluctant to even bring me out here, and it was the fourth day of the house hunting trip, which was the we had five weekdays to find a house arranged for a mortgage. And mm -hmm. it was the fourth day, and oh, she right. had so it's the fourth day of five days you were looking, or yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. And um, uh, uh, at any rate, 
she argued with me all the way out here. Well, why did she? Why did she argue? She, did she think that you were going to make a wrong or something? Or? They, well, I found out afterwards. She and her husband were brokers. Mm-hmm. They, she wanted to sell me one of their listings. Oh, so I see. They would, okay. Yes. Okay. And she was so disagreeable that mm. she would not even um, leave a key here for us to get <laughs> into the house. Oh, God. Uh, no. Because we we were driving with our two dogs uh, from San Jose, California, mm-hmm. and that's a very long drive. Yeah, um, it's a long drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the seller's realtor gave mm-hmm. Bob a key. Mm-hmm. So we um, definitely we were meant to be here. Well. That's that's but a beautiful. I, I just mentioned that I didn't mean to get so personal there. That's okay. Yeah. The healthful effect of being in nature, right. because you know, in addition to the trees, which are uh, trees, have such a high level of consciousness. Right. They have ancient wisdom, uh, and right. The symbiotic relationship with humankind is is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest blessings of this world, mm-hmm. the relationship between nature and humankind here. Mm-hmm. But, of course, there are squirrels and birds and rabbits sure. and deer. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just, uh, it is so uplifting. Mm-hmm. And we need that sensation of lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. That is balance in body, mind, and spirit mm-hmm. because it helps physical health. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. That's great. Are you close to Mount Adams, or how far are you from Mount Adams there? Um, well, um, as the crow flies, of course, much closer. Um, oh. But I would say two hours or so. Um, I see. Okay. I, uh, I have been to James Gilliland's um ranch or retreat several times Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, early on actually um, Mm -hmm. in uh, the first time was uh, 2001 uh, uh, he invited me to speak at one of his conferences uh, a few years later Mm -hmm. uh, Science, Spirit and Mind Mm-hmm. And um, it is near Mount Adams, mm-hmm. where there is a lot of UFO activity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's quite a bit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I think there's a, there's a, um, 
there's a portal there on the mountain. You can see it actually from his ranch. I, I've been there too, and, and you can see sometimes the ship is going in and out. <laughs> it really is amazing. It's an amazing, beautiful place. It, yeah, it, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, one time that I was there, uh, Bob and I uh, it took a visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had several visitors who wanted to go, and that's why we went so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were two, it was nighttime, and I saw two stationary uh, objects that uh, had uh, lights, and they were not stars. At least, intuitively, I knew they were not stars. Mm-hmm. And I said to Bob, um, I think those are spacecraft. Uh-huh. He said, well, why don't you ask Catan? So mm. I did, and Catan has been with me from the very beginning too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of my telepathic connections mm-hmm. uh, so I did and I said Hatan, if those are your ships can you please have them do some special maneuvers <laughs> uh, so that I definitely know and he Hatan is abrupt he said Suzanne they're functioning <laughs> he, he meant you know, they're they're on a mission. They they're can't working. just, you know, perform tricks oh. to, the, to <laughs> let you know they're there. When I when I first met um, uh, Admiral Halosaurus of the Pleiadians, it was back in July of uh, 2019, and we were around this campfire uh, at Mount Shasta, and. I looked up in the sky, and you could see the ship. It was um, it was a triangle in a triangle form with a big white bright white light in the middle. So myself and the other people in my group, I asked everybody to focus in on the trip, send, uh, on the ship, send lots of love and light, and then ask them to go left, and they did. And then we asked them to go right, and they did, and then up, and then down, and finally, um, uh, my friend Abrahamosaurus uh, beamed himself down to our campsite find out what these crazy earth humans were doing and we could sort of see him in the in the light of the campfire not real clear but you could tell he was there and so we had a long conversation with him about 45 minutes or so and we offered him some some food as part of our dinner and he said oh i don't eat earth food you know it's (laughs) too polluted yeah you know but uh he said that he what a fascinating experience oh yeah yeah we've become friends since that time and i actually have quarters now up on, up on the ship so I go up there frequently uh, I went up there last night um, when, when I get tired of third density I go up there <laughs> hang out oh. yeah. Ted, yeah. if I had an envy gene I would be envying you fortunately oh. I don't um, yeah. I didn't sign up for jealousy or envy I didn't sign up yeah. for fame or fortune either well, I mean, people here on the planet, surface of the planet, will be able to visit with them in our dimension. It's going to still be a couple of years. It's still not quite safe. It could be as early as next year, he just told me, but it depends on what choices we make now. We're all being watched um, by our benevolent brothers and sisters in the among the Plidians. They're listening to this show, by the way. 
as to what we decide what kind of future we want. The power doesn't lie outside of us. The power lies all within us, and we have the power to change oh, yes. for the better. Yes. That's you know, and the the negatives want to take our power away by all these stupid, silly, so-called mandates. You know, Biden Biden isn't even alive. I, I heard he died years ago. So you have a CGI screen of a so-called president. It's only he's only held he's only held afloat by the mainstream media. Um, people would realize that. I don't know why they even even bother. You know, um, Trudeau's another one, but. Um, but people. Continuity of power. Hmm. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. Is um, that? Is that? Yes. Uh, I also have heard that Biden died, but yeah. it was not all that long ago. Uh, it was. It has been during the past several months. Right. But right. he. Um, what I heard is he had a stroke. Uh-huh. Uh, not very long after he was in office, and since then, well, the uh, man who is portraying him now, so I've heard, is yeah. an af- an actor who is wearing a mask. Right, and that these makes sense. Masks are really am- amazing. They uh, uh, take on to uh, the extent possible, mm-hmm. even uh, bone structure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cheekbone structure and jaw this, and uh, yeah. any facial, uh, you know, like warts, any blemishes, scars or so. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they, uh, if people... And most people are totally unaware that it is not Biden. Yeah. And so they don't question it. I know. It's a, it's the same. Because he's an actor, right. uh, he, you know, he has the training to behave mm. uh, in that role. Right, right. I had, I had heard that... Um, that's interesting you mentioned about a stroke because uh, I had heard that uh, apparently he'd lost his yo-yo and stuffed stuffed animal toys and um, so then he had a stroke looking for it but it's I'm just kidding of course but um, I know you are <laughs> uh, yes he lived for a while uh, yeah. so mm-hmm. I heard at Bethesda Naval Hospital uh-huh right right so is that legal but is- his Dementia uh, was progressing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that was obvious. Um, he's he's really and, a puppet. That's why I look at him as just total puppet. You know. Oh, he was. Yeah, he absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, the real Biden was a puppet, and obviously this actor who has been hired right. uh, does exactly what he's instructed to, to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. That's right. why this pandemic, in quotes, is still continuing. I know. I call it scandemic, plandemic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are ads, TV ads, yeah. for uh, getting your booster, um, 
And, uh, of course, people who aren't aware of the truth uh, just consider this uh, a public health announcement. Right. Well, yeah, we all know what happens, I guess. Um, There is um, approximately, I've heard the other day, approximately 50 million people, it could be more now, who've died from the shot here in the United States since uh, in the past two years, give or take? Uh, well, uh, I, I haven't heard that many, but mm-hmm. um, have you noticed how many people are dying of cardiac arrest all oh, of a sudden? Yeah, even, even little children as young as uh, two, three, four years old, if they're given the shot. And then our FDA now has made the shots as part of the childhood immunization schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just talk about criminal, uh, that's just total... I think, um, you know, in Matthew's last message, Mm -hmm. uh, he starts off by saying um, that um, the upcoming months are going to be... uh, there will be a great deal of turmoil. And okay. that is exactly why so mm-hmm. many souls um, incarnated here now, uh, prior to birth, mm-hmm. they knew that at approximately this time mm-hmm. on Earth, uh, these amazing changes would be coming about. Amazing. The last stage of the battle between the light and the dark forces and um, there will be a lot of turmoil in various various ways Uh, and there will be a lot of death well um, it is known universally Mm -hmm. that by divine grace there was the offer to complete all of 3D karmic lessons in one lifetime. Really? Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is unprecedented in this universe. Right. Um, which shows really um, how significant Earth's civilization is mm-hmm. and Earth as a world mm-hmm. um, so at any rate so many souls not all the souls who wanted to take advantage of this unique offer mm-hmm. were able to do it mm-hmm. um, because well there just weren't that many people who were going to, uh, to have babies but at, mm-hmm. at any rate billions of them were able to sign up for this. <laughs> and um, during the months coming up, the rest of the year and maybe uh, early next year, um, most, if not all, of those souls um, who will be experiencing uh very dire circumstances 
mm-hmm. uh, serious hardships, and many will die. I but see. they will be completing their 3D uh, karmic lessons, which brings about balanced experiencing, and they will evolve to fourth density. I see. Okay, thank you now, for... Now, of course, they do not consciously know this. Right. Okay. But as in once they enter a spirit world, right. they will know, mm-hmm. and they will rejoice because their aim, they achieved their goal to evolve the fourth density. Interesting. Thank and, you for explaining. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did they choose so, this before they be, before they reincarnated here on the planet during this lifetime? Yes, they knew. Okay. Um, prior to birth, okay. they knew. Oh, interesting. Hey, Ted, you and I knew prior to birth why we came this time. Mm-hmm. You're doing what mm-hmm. you're needed to do. I'm mm-hmm. doing what. I'm needed to do, right. and everybody else, mm-hmm. whether they are volunteers or part of the civilization, every single person is important. Everyone is contributing uh, to what is going on now. Mm-hmm. The last act, so to say, of this monumental play that's going on, this drama about the light becoming triumphant over the darkness that mm-hmm. has controlled Earth mm-hmm. for eons. Well, that's, that's I know a- I'm not telling you anything you don't know, dear. But yeah. hopefully what you and I are saying mm-hmm. uh, is um, enlightening your audience. It is, definitely. I, everyone loves loves it when you come on, <laughs> Susie. Oh. <laughs> no, they do. Don and Doug. You know, I love joining you, Ted, because we. Uh, I, I never planned anything I'm going to say to you because it always unfolds the way it's meant to. That's absolutely true. Uh-huh. Things happen that they're they're supposed to happen. That that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Well tell me Matthew this Matthew is asking me to mention something uh that is he feels is quite important. Mm-hmm. Uh to please not be fearful about what is going to be happening. Okay. Um, To uh, be aware of how many souls are achieving their goal to evolve uh, into fourth density. And uh, to evolve is the goal of every soul in every lifetime. And that's absolutely true. In this unique time on Earth, they are being able to do it with record speed, 
one lifetime instead of many. Wow, that's an amazing, that's a good thought, actually. Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. Um, you can advance, by the way, I'm told, in the spiritual world, but it's slower. It's faster here. Um, well, because we have so many opportunities to make choices, uh, right. uh, to make decisions. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, the universe, um, what Matthew says, uh, synchronicity is the universe opening doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so many opportunities uh, to grow and advance, to experience, um, and, I mean, as wondrous as uh, Nirvana is. And Matthew says that is the proper name of the world we call heaven. Interesting. Um, okay. uh, and, and it is. It's a wondrous world. Um, but on earth, we have all of these opportunities to learn. Mm-hmm. And yes, um, we face disappointments and setbacks and mm-hmm. hardships and uh, various kinds of uh, physical conditions and maybe mm-hmm. financial reverses, uh, job losses. They all our growth experiences, we are learning from all of them, or at least we have the opportunity to learn from all of them and grow, make wiser decisions, make uh, friends uh, who are more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have the opportunities to um, enjoy uh, nature to appreciate uh, the relationship with nature mm-hmm. and especially with animals uh, mm. because the relationship of humankind with animals is one of the major factors in the evolutionary status of a civilization how we treat each other, how we treat the animals. Wow. That's very profound. Thank you. Thank you. That's wonderful. Oh, yes, yes. Mm. What is is uh, this about it? May I mention my website, Ted, because uh, all of the messages from 2003 to date are archived on MatthewBooks.com. Is that plural or singular? And this month's message is where Matthew talks about this unique opportunity, the difficult times coming up, and um, the relationship with animals, humans' relationship with animals, and 
how in the past centuries um, the how earth not past centuries in this case eons ago mm-hmm. how an idyllic world where the animals and humans uh, talked tele- telepathically lived peaceably together there was no predator prey uh, chain uh, in the animal kingdom. There were no uh, uh, humans did not kill animals mm-hmm. for nourishment. Uh-huh. Um, and that idyllic world where everything was love and harmony, uh, how the dark forces assaulted that world oh. and okay. uh, the civilization uh, started devolving descending from high fifth density down to low third density Makes sense. and it was because of how the people started treating each other and mm. the animals Brutally, I see. That makes um, that is how important our relationship with animals is. They are also souls, as mm-hmm. much as human souls. Animals mm-hmm. are souls, mm-hmm. and so are the plant kingdom are souls too, because everything in existence is the love light consciousness mm-hmm. energy of creator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow that's very profound thank you for sharing that that's really that's really interesting um so when we when we eat meat for example um we didn't before did we uh, until we started devolving down i'm sorry we didn't we didn't eat meat. We treated animals. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Animals didn't eat each other. We didn't eat animals. Right. Because the plant kingdom uh, was providing everything that mm-hmm. all of us needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, wow. and that is how God and Gaia created Earth. Right. Using creator's energy mm-hmm. and with the invaluable help of uh, the sun soul right right s-o-l who also is s-o-u-l mm-hmm. okay interesting all right that makes yeah. sense that makes sense yeah yeah wow and we will be going back to that mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going back there fairly quickly in the greater scheme of things. Um, I, I, yes. And mm-hmm. it will make a huge difference in life on Earth. Mm. Wow. Wow. In a good way, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Right. Uh, 
that, that wonderful, wonderful things will be happening when uh, Earth's golden age can really start blooming. What we've been doing for the last 80-some years, uh, after far distant, um, highly, highly spiritually evolved civilizations sent massive light to Earth Mm -hmm. that let the planet jar loose from being stuck in third density and slowly start ascending. Mm -hmm. And um, the planet is um, going to go back to fifth density, uh, high fifth density. Excellent. Uh, Gaia, the soul that embodied as this planet, uh, eons and eons ago, uh, and um, then it was called Terra. Uh, somewhere along the line, somebody called it Earth. But uh, at at any rate, Gaia, the soul, never descended. Mm. But the planet itself did because the world is what the residents the civilization um, created Hmm. that let it drop down. Their energy started having such low vibrations Mm -hmm. Hmm. that the planet descended to that extent. Interesting. Yeah, and... uh, Something else that is unprecedented in this universe Mm -hmm. is the amount of help that um, that this civilization has had from other civilizations and the speed with which the ascension process is happening. That is unprecedented in this universe. Interesting. It, it is absolutely amazing what is going on here at this time. Mm-hmm. It is such an honor and a privilege for all of us to be here during this era. Mm-hmm. And the light is always stronger than the dark, and the light is winning against the dark, and I know that. Oh, yes. In in the continuum, um, which is pretty hard to wrap my mm. mind around, mm-hmm. uh, because it's where all of our lifetimes are happening simultaneously. Really? Wow. Be- uh, yes. Because there really is no such thing as linear time of past, Mm -hmm. present, and future. Mm -hmm. Everything is energy Mm -hmm. uh, happening at a different frequency, uh, different vibrations along 
wave bands of frequency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's, it's, anyway, in the continuum, mm-hmm. uh, the light already has one. And the kind of world that we are starting to create now um, is totally, totally flourishing. Um, the the um, love is the foundation of life. Uh, and um, everyone is living peaceably and cooperatively um, with mutual respect of the differences in uh, culture and um, uh, social status that we have now. That's totally gone. There is abundance for everyone. That's true. Uh, There is. There is. Yes. uh, There is yeah. No illness, no disease. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people will be living hundreds of years. Right. Um, and um, uh, 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 governments will be so much different. There'll mm. be no corruption, uh, no bribery, um, no thievery. Uh, money will be so much different. And eventually, money won't be needed at all. Everybody will be sharing everything. We will be able to manifest whatever we need uh, simply by the power of thought. Now, that's not going to be next year. All of those are going to be evolutionary abilities. But we are working on it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that's very encouraging. Um, that is a beautiful what you just said, and uh, I agree a thousand percent. <laughs> I agree a thousand percent. Well, oh, actually, Ted, I know you do. It's like we aren't really surprising each other with no. anything we say, <laughs> uh, except. Sometimes I didn't know you lived in India. Yeah, I lived there for about two and a half years, on and off, from uh, 1986 through 1989, and then came back in '92. Went back again, um, 2001, 2002, um, and then I went back there again a couple years ago to a meditation center in West Rajasthan uh, for. I must have been about ten days, two weeks, with the with the BK Kumaris. Uh, beautiful play, beautiful people. Loved it there. Um, yeah, I I uh, have a lot of friends in India still. Uh, great place. It taught me all about karma and reincarnation. And it's funny, but when you when you talk to people in India about stuff happening to you and things, um, like years ago, I had this car accident where I was almost killed, and um, and I was telling this 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 uh, fellow Hindu fellow what had happened to me and he said oh you must have done something to karmically that that caused that to happen and it, it the worldview is different I mean it's very different and and they're very advanced that way spiritually advanced but um, I, I love the country and the people great great place to go so 
Anyway. Yeah, Matthew has said that Eastern religions uh, are much truer to mm. uh, the universal reality, the laws of the universe. Really? Wow. They are more closely aligned spiritually with um, everything in this universe, whereas Western religions, well, Christianity, has deviated so far right, right. From, from the truth. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the the thing is, is that people don't realize it, but at the Council of Nicaea in 13, what is it, no, 325 AD, uh, Emperor Constantine uh, directed that a Bible be put together of Jesus's writings for the new, then new Catholic Church. And um, his wife, Constantine's wife, was a prostitute who didn't want to pay for her sins in her next lifetime. So he had, she had her husband take out all references to, uh, to karma and reincarnation. And those those references to karma re reincarnation read a lot like um, uh, a Buddhist text, or in the Hindu, what's it called, um, Bhavagita. Bhavagita. Um, they, they they talk about that, and it's almost the same thing that Jesus talked about. But it was all removed by by this emperor in three twenty five A.D. So people think that the Bible is. I mean, it, it's it's a good document, but. Uh, uh, a lot of the uh, of uh, things have been edited out and changed in the in the uh, in the text, so people need to realize that. So, um, in February, in January, two thousand fourteen, Matthew finally uh, talks about his life as Matthew the Apostle. And, oh, really? Uh, Fascinating. Yes. Wow. And, um, and then in the February and March um, messages, he answers readers' questions. Mm -hmm. And um, so what what he and I, what he asked me to do mm -hmm. was go through my Bible, um, which I, it was my ninth birthday gift from my parents. Mm. And pages are falling out. It, uh, yeah. it was a beautiful leather-bound Bible with gold-edged pages. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was immersed in Christian dogma for mm -hmm. 35 years, Ted. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I, um, it, it must have I been fascinating. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well... Mm -hmm. When I, when Matthew uh, started talking to me about uh, what I knew about his lifetime as the apostle, uh, right. uh, shortly after he and I connected in '94, uh, uh, so it was 20 years later that he acknowledged it in a message and because God says it's time mm -hmm. um, well. uh, because he had talked before about uh, the fact that Jesus is 
was not crucified. Mm. He was flogged, that Sanhedrin mm. uh, flogged him and banished him. They mm. didn't want to make a martyr of him. Oh, really? By, okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. They feared, okay. Um, but uh, there was disagreement mm. in the Sanhedrin. Mm -hmm. Some wanted to uh, crucify him. Right. Uh -huh. Others wanted to just get him away, get him totally away. Mm -hmm. And uh, they won. Uh, however, because there was so much energy invested by the Sanhedrin who wanted to crucify him, Mm -hmm. That energy went in a parallel direction, in a parallel world. Oh, and, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but in the reality, uh, in this world, uh, is that he was uh, crucified because... That is what the writers of the Bible wanted. Interesting. They wanted him to be the only son of God, worship him, uh, and never mind that it's 2,000 years later, if you believe in Jesus, he will wash away your sins. But they made... Um, all of the rules that are in the Bible Interesting. Uh, as to how you can be saved. How and interesting. The, interesting. Um, I think it's, was it Einstein who said... Professor Einstein. Um, uh, yeah, religion is uh, what controls the minds of the people. Right. Something like that. I mean, that's definitely as <laughs> paraphrasing. Um, right. But some yeah. of uh, the, the some individuals who were exceptionally attuned to the laws of the universe, to the truth, um, have said similar things. Right. The right. opiate. I think the opiate of the masses. Of the I forget that was Mel Tung. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but at any rate, we are getting away from that. Uh, Matthew has said that because religion has been so important in the lives of most people on earth, mm -hmm. um, the Christ, the, those who are Christians, um, right. uh, and because they have believed, um, really, they've based their lives on the falsehoods of heaven and hell, right. and, which, and hell doesn't exist. We right. make our own heaven and hell by our... Right. Our thoughts, our actions. That's true. Um, That's true. 
and we we all have the we all have the spark of God within us. So if you look elsewhere for God, um, looking elsewhere uh, for God can lead you down the wrong path um, because um, the source or energy, God, if you will, is within all of us. You don't need to look to anybody else um, for answers to your questions about spirituality um, because people can take advantage of you if you do. Um, so anyway, well, the church, the church, <laughs> the church right. has. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's right. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. Because the idea was, uh, well, of course, you explained how it got started, at least mm-hmm. taking out multiple lifetimes and mm-hmm. reincarnation, that sort of right. thing. Right, uh, right. But right. the idea of continuing it, like uh, Jesus is the only son of God, the virgin birth. Uh, mm-hmm. that um, yep. Joseph and Mary uh, did not have sex, that uh, uh, Jesus was uh, angelically conceived by Archangel Gabriel, and, uh, and that even Mary's mother was the Immaculate Conception. I mean, and... Right. Um, And certainly the Last Supper, the crucifixion and resurrection. Interesting. um, Interesting. All of that was devised to separate each of us from God. Right. Interesting. By making Jesus the exception throughout eternity. Yeah, right, right. and um, but at any rate, the mm-hmm. truth about that will be coming out, mm-hmm. and the spiritual aspects of religions will will remain. But the dogma that is man-made will that will be discarded because. Only honesty will prevail. Right. Interesting. Did I ever tell you the story? Another thing: everybody will be able to communicate telepathically. Right. With right. you know, with them, um, with family and friends, um, with uh, souls off planet, and with the animals and the plants here, the way it was. I was going to say, um, years ago, I was living in India, and I was on a bus ride from, um, where was I going? Oh, it was northern India, to I think, to Srinagar. And um, the bus suddenly, it was an overnight bus, about 2.30 in the morning, the bus stops. And it was a bathroom break. And um, and, uh, the bus driver was nice, and he said, are you going to um, see the shrine? And I said, "What shrine?" And he said, "Oh, it's it's a tomb actually, um, a shrine, a shrine to Jesus, and it's his it's his tomb where he died many years ago." And I looked at him and I said, "Jesus's tomb? He lived in India?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "Where are you from?" And I, and I said, "Well, the U.S." And he said, "Oh, the states. Oh, you you guys all got it wrong." 
<laughs> you have no idea his true history. And everybody, he says, ask anybody. You know, the history of Jesus in India is well known. Um, and he had a he had a huge tomb. It was in northern India. It was like early in the morning, but you know, it was middle of the night. But I could still I still remember seeing it, and it was a huge place. He had had he had had another life with a family, had a family there, and. Um, it was not only he, he was buried, but also his relatives. Many of his relatives were also buried there as well. So that kind of opened my eyes about what was really going on. And I thought, gee whiz, they don't teach you this, um, you know, in, in the States. Um, but it was interesting. Yeah, it was a really interesting experience. So. Uh, yes, I didn't know about that. But uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene were married um, at the time that, um Jesus was Jesus was beaten and flogged is the word that was mm -hmm. used mm -hmm. and banished and um they went to uh, uh Tibet and um uh, Nepal and India um uh, where Jesus had spent so many years um those years that can't be accounted for in the Bible. I don't know. From oh, the time that makes sense now. That makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. Um, you. Yeah. he studied with the masters there who knew about uh, levitation, uh, dematerialization, teleportation, all of these abilities that are at soul level and that uh, humankind at one time were using and we will again and um, that's why Jesus said everything I do you can do too you can do do too and greater if you wish Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Zora from the Hollow Earth talks about that. Um, yeah, he he talked about that passage. So that you don't need to look outside of yourself, especially if someone calls themselves source or God. Usually they're charlatans trying to take advantage of you. But, um, oh, yeah. you know, you have to be careful. Well, like Jim Jones down in um, South America, all those poor people, they drank, drank the Kool-Aid and all died. Jonestown. Yeah, Jonestown, that's right. Yeah, that was such yeah. a sad thing. You know, yeah. um, everyone's got God within them. And my book, the um, the Journey to the Other Other Side book, uh, teaches people to go within. And I think that was one of the messages of Jesus as well. I'd love to ask Matthew about that because I think if... if oh, yeah, you're if, right. Right, that's what I thought, yeah. That we need to go within rather than following any kind of guru or anybody who calls himself sorcerer. God usually is a charlatan. Um, but, um, yeah, what, what has Matthew said about that? That's interesting. Uh. Well, in, uh, in several messages, mm -hmm. uh, he has said that what the messages are, uh, the intention of the messages is mm -hmm. ultimately so people will not need any external sources of mm. information because mm -hmm. all of it is within. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, um... But it is a learning process. True. Um, yeah. And, um, Ted, I, I think you also know this, that, um, eons ago, uh, in linear time, uh, some strong, more experienced civilizations that were consumed by negativity and low vibrations. True. Um, True. Dumbed down mm -hmm. um, millions of newer souls who were not experienced. Right. At that time, um, humans had 12 strands of DNA. Mm -hmm. And uh, because DNA is like everything else in existence, it's mm -hmm. energy, and mm -hmm. energy cannot be destroyed. Um, what those uh, individuals who were consumed by darkness did was they put 10 strands of this the all of the less experienced souls mm -hmm. they put 10 strands of their dna into a dormant state oh, okay i've and heard them yeah they left two because uh just for functioning yeah right so we can be have be... any brain power at all right. and yeah, mobility right. and what have right. any reasoning ob ability Right. Mm -hmm. uh, two have to be active. Mm -hmm. But you can imagine how much the intelligence and capabilities was reduced mm -hmm. by putting into a dormant state 10. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Now, during this era that is happening, um, and what that did was also change bodies from crystalline cellular structure into carbon. Which is what Which, we are now, but we're changing. Sure. Yeah, right. Right, and, exactly. Okay, good. Good and point. Absorbing light, the high vibrations of light, is mm -hmm. what is turning the carbon based cellular structure mm -hmm. back into crystalline, mm -hmm. which also means that the DNA strands are being nudged out of dormancy. Interesting. And many wow. souls um, who are coming in now, mm -hmm. the infants, um, are coming in with crystalline cells. Mm -hmm. That's that's the leaders of tomorrow. Now, yeah. one thing I one thing I want to emphasize, and I, and I want to say this in a so people are aware of it, but um, but try to put a positive spin on it. You know, our government is completely corrupt, 
and you look at the FDA putting in the shot program into the schedule, immunization schedule for these little babies and small children, that is completely genocidal and criminal given the fact that so many people have died and are dying from the shot program. And but um, are they? I was told that they were getting help from the Galactics to mitigate those shots. Um, what has Matthew said about that? Um, yes, there is a large group. Uh, okay, Matthew's reminding me that it's about fifty thousand uh, souls from uh, obviously very highly evolved spiritually and consciously civilizations. They are on Earth, and they are, Matthew calls them, the extraterrestrial special sources, because they have retained all of their abilities to um, speak telepathically, to dematerialize their bodies um, really? wow. teleport by um, simply thought mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to Amazing. astrally travel to communicate with each other telepathically um, and other uh, technological abilities and physical abilities and mental um, they are invaluable in intelligence agencies throughout the world. Every country is intelligence agency. Oh. And okay. scientists are in all the laboratories. Um, they are hired for these jobs because of their brain power, which is so much greater than ours. They uh, have all 12 strands, and in some cases, more. Wow. And okay. um, so can they, they, can... The, the scientists mm-hmm. um, reduced the potency of uh, the toxic elements and the foreign tissue in the so-called vaccines, which are not vaccines. They don't meet any of the parameters of vaccines. They are simply solutions with all of this toxicity and also programmed nanochips designed to interact with 5G technology. That's right. They are actually experimental gene therapy to create transhuman. That's right. right. Almost robotic. That can be controlled by the programming in the nanochips through 5G technology. That's right. All of these are designed with dark intention. Absolutely correct. intention has its own energy, whether good intention or evil intention. Intention has its own energy. I see. So this is so very, very dark. It is totally dark. 
And so that is why the scientists have God's authority to change what is being done with the vaccine. I see. They erased all of the programming in the nanochips. Well, they could not totally neutralize the other elements in the solution, or it would be obvious in you know in in the quality control, it would be noticed. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is dead. Nothing's in here. Right. So they had to leave some, well, and mm-hmm. for people who already have an un- underlying health condition. And there are so many who do because of the chemicals in processed foods, the chemicals in, um, in air, water, and soil from the, the toxins in chemtrail spray. Right. Um, and, um, in our water, mm-hmm. uh, and just um, so anyway, they already the dark ones have already reduced health as far as they can without you know lightning striking every single human body, mm-hmm. um, and that has so weakened immune systems mm-hmm. that um, cancer is prevalent. That's right, it is. Obesity is yeah. partially right. from terrible diets mm-hmm. and um, uh, what is in processed food in the first place and uh, all the toxins. Uh, diabetes has become rampant even right. in children. Um and um, respiratory diseases from all of the toxins in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so prior to the solutions called vaccines uh, to supposedly stop a fake pandemic, because actually the disease was simply flu until the information came out about, oh, fatal, fatal, and people believed it. What people believe becomes their reality. That's right, that's right. It doesn't matter how far Mm. from fact it is. Yeah, right. if they believe it, it is their reality. That's right. Well, and it's so, like it's like with Biden, who died years ago, or a year or two ago, um, and Newsom in California, governor, another another scam. Uh, a year ago, I'm told that he was actually he took the third booster shot um, and ended up at Gitmo, where he was executed. And so, what you have now is a body double running around. I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, none like of this is legal. None of this is legal. Yeah, it, I mean, we didn't vote oh, for it. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. No, I mean, and, and Pope 
Pope Francis was also assassinated oh. by the uh, dark one. I heard that uh, too. Yeah. Two years yeah. ago. Mm. And because he was trying to bring about so many reforms. Right. And of course, that was totally against what the dark ones want. Right. And uh, right. so they assassinated him. And, um, and now they control his double. Right, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. That, yeah. But all of that eventually is going to come out. All oh. of the deception right. that is going on is going to come out. What and, it, yeah. and that is going to be happening right. in the upcoming many months. Right. Uh, and that's why Matthew mentioned uh, fury, fear, um, oh, okay. confusion, okay. Sure. and sure. shock. Right. Um, right. Because we have been so Light. deceived in right. so many ways. Right, right. What's, what's going to happen to the... Um, Members of the FDA, a totally corrupt, captured agency by Big Pharma. What's going to happen to them? Will they reincarnate as slime mold in their next lifetime? Or um, what will happen to them? Certainly they'll, they'll pay for their crimes, won't they? Um, their karma is so dense. It's actually, it doesn't even get the karma at this point. First of all, one of the laws, and the laws of the universe are totally based on vibrations and frequency. Mm -hmm. There's no judgment. God does not judge anybody. There's no impartiality, no mistakes at all. It's all vibrations and frequencies. I see. And the energy of people who have been um, in on the darkness, you know, willing puppets and causing so much harm, hardships, and death of mm -hmm. others. That energy is so dense mm -hmm. that um, those people are drawn to the lowest level, uh, there is no hell. Um, everything is a spirit world, and the lowest density there is a tiny orb that is separate from the other levels of nirvana. And there are many, many, many levels. Um, and that orb is so dense that the energy cannot escape. Now, always there is a pinpoint of light mm -hmm. beamed to that orb. Uh, and the what goes there is the psyche 
and the energy of the etheric body. Mm. And it's the psyche that is the very same that existed on Earth. And that psyche is so consumed by darkness that um, the pinpoint of light is both divine grace is divine grace uh, because darkness fears light darkness cannot coexist with light interesting so okay. in that sense it uh, it is not the light being beamed is not enough to create uh, continual fear. It is enough so that if those psyches, those minds, mm -hmm. want to rise above, and they have yeah. the okay. knowledge at uh -huh. the soul level, that by accepting the light, they will rise out of that tiny, dense orb where their life review, which is a lifelong mu uh, movie that includes all of the thoughts and feelings of every life they have ever touched. Really? So they have created so much pain right. and mm -hmm. suffering for right. so many right. that they really did create their hell. I see. And, and it, it can be considered hell because that is what they are living with there. Right. In that tiny orb. Mm -hmm. And if they have the knowledge that accepting the light will release them. Those who do accept the light will start life at the most primitive level. That, again, is divine grace. Sure. It wipes away all of the memories mm. of that could possibly influence the fresh start. Mm. So they start with cleanliness and only instinct, like um, insects that are so tiny. And uh, they, uh, their existence is <clears throat> maybe minutes. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that lifetime ends, they go to the next level of life. Mm -hmm. And um, again, only instinctive. Like um, a snail, for instance, a slug. Mm -hmm. um, has no ability to think or reason. The consciousness level is is much too low for that. Mm -hmm. But 
and it can take uh, maybe thousands of what thousands of linear years for uh, those souls and it's not the soul it is the psyche of the personage um, but <clears throat> for those psyches to evolve to a full human status <coughs> excuse me please with a high degree of intelligence and reasoning ability mm -hmm. and all the way through it has been free of memories of what they have done in the lifetime Interesting. that started over or the lifetime that required starting over Mm -hmm. from scratch, so mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. And they now have the opportunity to live a beautiful life of love and cooperation and peace and kindness and respect of others mm -hmm. and treating each other beautifully, helpfully. Um, the kind of life that we admire in each other the kind of qualities that we admire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you for explaining that, <laughs> Susie. That's Ted, a... I didn't tell you anything you didn't know. Oh, I know, but you know, I mean, my. But my... I'm... Yes, exactly. If we don't share what we know, right. what. You know, what good are we? Well, that's this true. Is, that makes sense. This is the mission we signed up for. That's true. To become right. aware of what we do know and mm -hmm. then to share it. I share it through Matthew's messages. Right. Um, in, in the five Matthew books, mm -hmm. I even wrote my own little book um, of my conversations with animals. That shows um, how close our relationship, the human relationship, is with them. And to explain the extent of their feelings, their emotions, sure. um, mm -hmm. and um, their intelligence. Uh, and um, anyway, that's why you and I are here. We're following through with what we volunteered to do, what we signed up for. Nice. Like yours included almost dying. Mine included my grief about Matthew. Right. Although it did not include such prolonged grief, but I didn't know that. Right, if right. I had known it, um, but my grief was so intense that none of the information that I know at soul level, my consciousness didn't allow it to reach my thoughts. 
my awareness. Sure, right, right. Well, we're, it's interesting coming on this planet because you forget everything before you come. And then you can sometimes... Oh, don't we, though? What? Yeah, and then you spend sometimes a whole lifetime. I know I did before I finally woke up and realized my sole purpose and uh, that I'd lived through Atlantis before. And this is, uh, we've been through this before where you have a small military civil clique, uh, clique, if you will, bent on destroying the world, going down to control and controlling everyone. Didn't work back 12,500 years ago. It's not going to work today again. But the good thing is that we're finally we're finally doing it, Susie. We're finally starting to ascend uh, into the higher dimensions, and that's what our life work is is really all about. And for those of you who are looking for a life purpose, um, I help people with that. I give readings, um, and uh, once you once you find out and determine your life purpose, the rest is it. It can be challenging, but it's 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 a great thing to have know what you're here for and what you're supposed to do, and um, I know I have a whole spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side, too. So It is so liberating mm-hmm. to know what it is yeah. that uh, what you and I know and, and you mm-hmm. can help people with. Mm-hmm. You do it in your way, I do it in mine. Sure, and right. Um, I feel that it is such a, a privilege, an honor to be able to help others right. in this Me way. Me too. And, yeah. um, and the thing is, the soul is nudging the consciousness all along. You know, please, please pay attention because that soul um, ingredients in, in of the soul are conscience instinct intuition inspiration and aspiration and that guidance from soul level to the consciousness is um, what um, Ted and I have been talking about yeah. that you know everything within right. you. Right, exactly right, exactly right. Susie, we've only got a couple more minutes left, and I want you to have the last word today, but I just want to say briefly, I want to thank everyone so much from my heart for listening today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will create a far better and happier planet. We are starting to ascend, my friends. Um, and I'm so grateful Susie uh, was with us today to give beautiful messages from Matthew, who's an angel on the other side. I will be having my Galactic Wisdom Conference next month on March 18th and 19th. It's just $50 for the whole weekend, um, and you can watch the presentations for the next six months um, after that. It's by Zoom, so that um, anywhere in the world you can listen. Uh, also, um, it's or $25 a day. Uh, we'll have a lot of wonderful people, including Susie here, who are giving a, a presentation. And I uh, hope you can all come. I have a list of, I'll have about, uh, my goodness, uh, close to 20 different speakers, including myself and, and Susie Ward. Um, to see the list of people, um, please go to my website, 
uh, www.galacticwisdomconference.com. I also give readings and have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side, find their soul purpose, um, talk to benevolent extraterrestrials. Um, and uh, that, that website is www.outofthisworldreadings.com. I wanted to tell people, everyone, that my book in English, uh, Messages from the Masters, it's now been translated into Spanish. It'll be coming out in Spanish in just a couple of months or sooner. And I'll let you know certainly when that when that happens. Um, the book has been translated into German, Die ganze Welt für Einstein, which means we'll all live as one. That's published by AMRA Publishers uh, near Munich, uh, AMRA. It's just $22, or you can look on my outofthisworldreadings.com website under, under books there. Um, I'm also going back to Mount Shasta this year, two or three times, as well as Sedona, and I'm planning on getting to Peru and Machu Picchu a little later this year. Uh, all the information is on my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, and if you have any questions, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150.com. And finally, tomorrow or mañana, as they say in Mexico, I'll be having uh, my monthly meeting. Uh, it starts at 12 noon Pacific time by Zoom. You go to www.zoom.us and enter this event ID number, which is 489-067-3147. That's 489-067-3147. Auf Deutsch in German, it's 489-067-3147. So um, I hope you can join that. It's free, and it's just a fun time to um, to talk to everyone. And Susie, um, thank you so much for coming on today. Out of This World Radio is a non-profit listener-supported show, and if you'd like to support us, I think it's like two ninety nine a month, something like that on BBS or whatever you'd like to contribute. Please go to my BBS website or to www.outofthisworld1150.com. I know if we all work together, we can and will create a wonderful world. And um, Susie, please, I'd like to have you wrap up today's show. Thank you so much. Maybe you can give out your website again, please. Okay, my website is MatthewBooks.com. Okay. Two keys in Matthew, plural books. And Matthew would like to just say that it is easy to absorb light. It live from your heart. Be kind. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourselves. And be kind to the animals. And be fearless. There is nothing to be afraid of because you are eternal souls and you are love light. That's who you are. So just live it. Love yourself. Trust your intuition. Okay. Thank and you, sir. He sends love to you, Ted, thank and you. thanks to you, and love to everyone who is listening. Much love to you, too, Susie and Matthew. And again, thank you, everyone, so much for listening today. Um, we really appreciate your support out of this world radio as a listener-supported show, and your support's always appreciated. Um, if you have any suggestions for guests, 
I'm always open to new new guests. Just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And with lots of love to you, um, Susie and Matthew and uh, all the beautiful people around the world, I hope you all have a fantastic and beautiful day and a weekend. And um, tomorrow I'll have my meeting at 12 noon Pacific time. Um, the Zoom number is 489-067-3147. Have a beautiful day, everyone. And Susie and Matthew, thank you so much again. Bye-bye, everyone. Happy to sing.